Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. Today is Friday, June 26. This is episode 945. It's Meet My Friend Friday. I'm so glad you guys are here. You know that I love to have people on the show who are thought leaders, people who are leaders in the faith community, and people who have gotten off the bench and onto the battlefield. Today's no different. My friend Ray Reynolds is here today. I am so excited to have him. He's running for Washington State Senate in the 49th District. You guys are going to love him as much as I do. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today. Wow, you guys. World's on fire. Glad that you're taking the time to listen to the podcast since you got nothing else to do because the Rona is keeping you down. You guys know that we've been uh, doing Bible studies here at MomStrong International now for a couple of years. We're just wrapping up our study on the life of Esther. All summer long, we're going to be studying profiles in courage as we see uh, illustrated for us in God's Word. One of the themes for us right now at the podcast and at MomStrong International is for such a time as this. This is why we chose to start our study with the book of Esther. I hope you guys have been encouraged by that. We're getting ready to start a brand new one. So we're going to wrap up the study at MomStrong International uh, this week, this coming week. And then in the first week of July, bam, right into a brand new study. You guys can hop on the bandwagon and study with us at MomStrongInternational.com. I want to thank you guys for doing that. I'm on a plane today headed for uh, a kind of important event in Virginia. So we appreciate your prayers for our family. Uh, you guys know that I'm not going to like flying with a mask on. So just pray for me because I'd like to be godly. Okay, enough about that. Uh, I'm super excited, you guys, today because a friend of mine who I greatly respect is here in the studio with me. Ray Reynolds is here, and uh, I first met him at the Clark County Prayer Breakfast and was so pleased because he's got an amazing voice. He's got an amazing singing voice, but he also has an amazing voice to speak into the culture. And uh, we're going to talk about it today. So Ray, my friend, welcome to the studio. I'm so glad you're here. Heidi, thank you so much for such an awesome introduction. I appreciate it. It's a lot of, it's a, you, you're out there, like you're doing the thing. I mean, you really are. You're in the community. You're making a difference here. You're a difference maker. And uh, it's one of the things I love about you really off the bench and onto the battlefield. Before we started recording, we were just saying for such a time as this, right? Exactly. And that's one of the things that I'm, I know we're going to talk about, Heidi, and that is that for such a time as this, where are you called? And I guess the call is going out. And uh, let me say this. Throughout the time that I've been here for almost, what, 33 years doing this thing, and um, I've never seen a more important time than right now yeah. for us to come together in unity. So much is going on for such a time as where you called. And I want everyone to know that you're not just here on this earth just to be here where you're at. No, you are, have a position right now where you're at in the, in the influence area that you're at to do something. For such a time as this where you called. So I want to, again, I love the, what you're talking about, to get off the bench. It's time. It's time. It's time for us to begin to move. 
It is time for us to not no longer sit back and go, well, maybe someone else can do it. I know it's scary. Yes, it's terrifying. I can tell you right now, right now, this is a terrifying thing to do. I'm, I'm afraid for my family. I'm afraid for everything. But you yeah. know what? God didn't give us a spirit of fear. That's right. Hallelujah. But a power and love and of a Come sound on. mind. Yeah. And so if you're sitting on the bench, if you're if you're going, well, should I? Do? It's time. Yeah. Whatever the Lord is putting on your on your plate, whatever you've been dreaming about, whatever you've been deciding to do, now is the time to do yeah, it, Heidi. That's right. That's right. Well, the world's on fire. Nation's on fire. I mean, we live here in Washington State. I want to introduce uh, listeners to you because uh, obviously, you know, most of my podcast is is national and international. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of people listening to this from around the country and from around the world. Mm-hmm. But you're a local guy. Yes, I am. And, uh, and you've had quite an influence here in the community. So tell everybody kind of where you came from, what's your background, what have you been doing for the last 35 years here in Clark County? You know, it's, that's thank you, Heidi, for that opportunity, because right now it's getting so exciting. I mean, it's like yeah. this culmination of I everything. Um, just a little bit of background. Um, very quickly, I grew up in the city of Chicago on the south side, which was. What? Yes, I'm talking about. South side. You survived the south I, side of I, Chicago? I, I did. Stop. I, many times, I there, my life was in jeopardy many times, but God brought me through it. Yeah, I went, grew up there, and then I went to the University of Wisconsin, Stevens Point. That's a place where um, uh, a, dumber, a very unknown basketball player came from anywhere. I won't go into what his name is. <laughs> but anyways, it was a wonderful, wonderful school to grow up in. Um, I was, it was a very good deal. I ended up getting a degree in, um, believe it or not, here it comes, biology. What? And, and also. You could talk about the Rona? And we could talk about the Rona. Let's and talk we about the also, Rona. And we can talk about, the, uh, about fish management because that's where I'm, uh, my, my major was. So I'm actually a fisheries biologist. Wow. Which, but, and it's, so I really love the idea of, of looking at scientific things. I love the idea of, of, the, of practicing a scientific method for figuring things out, that anything, decisions that we make are at least fact-based and not so emotion-based. So that's kind of the background I come from. And then I came out here to Washington, and they, they hired me as a game warden. That's right, a game warden. Uh, I, out of out of, and I so was, did you work at the casino? I'm just kidding. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> it was a game. When I say game warden, it's like the for wildlife, fish and wildlife, yeah. where we're out enforcing the laws there of of fish and wildlife laws. You know, poaching and unlawful taking of animals, selling that kind of thing, that kind of stuff. Just so we're actually protecting the environment. That does now. People say, well, that makes you an environmentalist, Ray. I'm like. Well, let's back a little. Yeah-ish. So environmentalist, yes. But you're under at the subcategory is a conservationist. Heidi, a conservationist means a person that is wise use. In other words, that he uses the resources wisely and that we don't, we don't abuse the resource. We use it wisely so that we can have the resource for future generations. I love that. And that's, Which and is th- where the conservative movement comes from, too. So you say conservationist, and you basically just describe the heartbeat behind the conservative movement as well, mm-hmm. both independent and Republican, right? Yes. The heart behind it is to use wisely what we've been given, Absolutely. not to go into massive national debt, not to be uh, not to be unwise in our policies with regard to even our schools, because why? We're trying to preserve them for future generations. It has all kinds of ramifications. It does, and that's and that's what we want to do. We want to preserve the culture of America. Hello. All right. Now, people go, well, we don't have a culture in America. You are absolutely wrong. Yes. We have a culture in America, and that is a culture of, of, of loving our families, of a, cent- a family-centered uh, organization, a family-centered thinking. 
where we look at our families. We look and then from yes. there, we expand out to our community so that our community is a portion of it. And that is what I really like to part, what I'm doing. Because as I came into the community, being a part of the Fish and Wildlife at the time for like 12 years, we were able to do all kinds of things. We went and talked to the community. We found out many times with, that people were hurting. A couple of, and when I was a game warden, we, people would be poaching animals. And you're like, my goodness, that's horrible. But then you find out why they were illegally taking animals. Why were they poaching animals? And many of them had because they did not have funds. They didn't have the money. Mm -hmm. And so what did you do? Well, do we just going to arrest them? Are we? Mm -hmm. No, you you practice what we're calling compassionate accountability. Now we move forward and say, okay, well, what can we do to help? Yeah. Well, in many cases, we were able to sign over a lot of these these animals that may have been poached. We were taking fish and um, items that were to the different uh, charities, and those were distributed to people in need. That's how you solve. It brings. It's not just about enforcement. Not, it's not just about punishment. It's not just about punishment. Mm-hmm. It is about problem solving. Mm-hmm. Problem solving in the community. Mm-hmm. And we did that with Fish and Wildlife all up and down through the Washougal Valley, all through Camas, Washougal, and Vancouver. It's, well, it what, is stark, what is stark contrast between a problem solver and a person who wants to get mixed up in identity politics? Now, all of a sudden, instead of problem solving, we're just putting people in categories. We're categorizing the white people over here uh, and the black people over over here and the rich people over here and the criminals are over here and the doctors are over here right and so identity politics doesn't bring us together doesn't solve anything no. it actually divides us that's and uh, and that and you're saying no that's not the right way to do it not only is it not the way to do it it is a way to destroy your community it is a way to destroy not just your it is a way to destroy family it's a way to destroy community and ultimately to destroy our nation yeah now yeah. i know that people say oh that's a quite a stretch no it is not yeah when you destroy the family, you have already started the destruction of our of our our nation. That's mm-hmm. why when we bring the community together, like we said in that example I just gave about the, about the wildlife, mm-hmm. that's when things start to happen. It's no longer this nation against this nation, this mm-hmm. this group against this group, black against white, different. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. We come together as a community, and when we do that. We bring unity yes. in community. Yeah, and I that's love what, that. And that's what helps us. And we're bringing ideas. We should be. We, should, we instead of instead of always just talking about things that divide us. Let's start talking about ideas and solutions. Absolutely. And bringing those ideas to the table. And hopefully, in the culture, the idea behind even in the United States and our system of government is that the best ideas would win. That's it. So we debate the ideas. We talk about the merits of the ideas, and then we vote on the ideas. The the ideas being the platform. So right, we run on a platform which is based on ideas. And we want the ideas to win. So you spent 12 years in the Fish and Wildlife Department, and then you transitioned to law enforcement, right? And so you, you've served, how, what, 21 years with the Vancouver Police? Actually, now it's going on 24 years. Oh, my goodness. It's an amazing. That is exactly. And because I was serving the community there in, in that capacity, I said, you know, it's time to serve the community in this capacity as a, as a regular police officer. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we transitioned from that and back in 1998. Wow. We transitioned back into police work and strictly police work. Uh, where then we were just directly impacting. Now, before I was protecting, you know, protecting Bambi. Resources. And her, resources, you were resources and fish, which was great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I loved mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But now I'm actually protecting lives. Mm-hmm. And now we're, we're starting to negotiate with people. We're actually making contact mm-hmm. with people right where they're at. Right in the midst of their of their of their horror in some cases, mm-hmm. and with, as far as domestic violence, right in the midst of their of their of their their hopelessness, where they're they're stuck on the street. 
right in the midst of their hopelessness where they have no job. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. and then as a result, crime happens or or yep. some other disaster. Yep. That's why it, it matters to me. That's because right. now I can take all the ideas that I had for solving problems there in the in fish and wildlife. I can bring them to help and start solving as far as police work is concerned. Mm-hmm. And because officers are right there on the at the tip of the spear, mm-hmm. touching the very heart of the community, we mm-hmm. can have such an impact yes. that it that it's amazing. And that's why I began to serve. And that's why we began to develop solutions. Right here in this community. Well, and you're seeing families. You're seeing, you are seeing the family, which is the foundational building block of the culture, right? We've taken direct aim at the family. We have removed fathers from the home. I mean, for how I grew up watching, and I'm sure you did too, Mm -hmm. because I have a feeling we're about the same age. So I grew up watching uh, sitcoms, right? And they would be taught, then the father was always the dummy in the family. You guys remember this? Yes. The father was always the idiot. The father, the moms was like, oh, don't listen to your dad. You know, hey, have a beer, go watch TV. Mom will take care of it. We began with these little tiny things which we all yes. thought were funny right this sort of tongue-in-cheek we would laugh but it actually wasn't funny it was the beginning of uh removing respect for fathers from the home and men were created to be protectors and providers god right. has a specific role for men and women in the culture it doesn't mean that we can't do some of the same things but there are differences between men and women and the and the foundational building blocks of family so threatened and you have certainly seen this you are a family man yes i right? am right how many kids do you have i have six children not what but one adopted daughter, Sarah. Uh. And I didn't forget you, Sarah. <laughs> but I've got six kids. Can I name them? Will that you be all right? can. Will yes. That be all right? Yeah, I love and, it. And hopefully, all my boys and girls will hear it. My number one son is Joshua. He's in the Air Force. He's a captain now. I'm very proud of him. My son Jojo, also known as Josiah, he's in the Marines and he's a he's working very hard in Tennessee. Wow. Uh, I've got Jonathan. He's my soldier. He is he is a brilliant uh, uh, business. Uh, graduate from out of uh, Central Washington. No, then I have Jeremiah, and I'm going to shout out to Jeremiah. Jeremiah just graduated from from Central Washington University. What? He now has his four year degree. Go Jeremiah! Go Jeremiah! <laughs> so, and then there's Judah, my man. He's my little bit of a challenge child. And then my daughter Julianne. She is going to be a nurse. She's already working as a nurse, but she wants to become an RN. Wow. And these are my kids. And then my Sarah. She's now married one of my kids that I mentored. Uh, Sammy. So they and Sammy then became went into the army. Wow. And so he's now a sergeant and doing some incredibly important work. He's in the, out of uh, out of Colorado, Wyoming area. And so and you've been married these, to your lovely wife for how many years? This is going to be going on 29 ah, years. Congratulations. Yeah, Kathy, that's my lady. Congratulations. And she is um, a very fired up woman of God who she is, is indeed who is incredibly um, astute. She is a uh, she is the strength of my of our family she without her i know i just couldn't there's no way i could do anything wow Um, and so as a family man that's what's important to me Mm -hmm. it's important that your family is the one that Mm -hmm. that you go for Mm -hmm. and that as a as a father that i mentor not only you know my family and the children within my but i mentor others to bring them to knowledge of what being a a man is, mm-hmm. you know, it's not how but power you can hold Lord over people. It's not about the the, the ability for you to show strength and mm-hmm. power and, and, and violence. No, it's about leadership. That's right. It's about how you wish to to, to give of yourself mm-hmm. for your family yeah. to make them prosper. Yeah, that's what it is about. Yeah, it's not about what this world has been calling men and, and, and hating men for. Yeah. It's because we express a love for our family, and we would lay down our lives Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. our families. And that's actually true strength. 
That's that's strength. true strength. These people that are rioting in the streets of Portland, these people that are taking over six blocks of Seattle. God that's not us. strength. No, that's not strength. That's just brute force. That is that is. I am so distressed with that, Heidi, mm-hmm, right now, mm-hmm. because it shows a lawlessness. Yeah, that is that is starting to permeate so much of our our society. A lawlessness where it is okay to break the law if it's for a cause that you choose to yeah. break. And if it's one that is a popular thing to do, which I'm going to I'm going to skip to this because I think it's important. So you just highlighted something. It's really important. We've said now what we're saying at Chaz and what we said the other day when we let uh, Black Lives Matter shut down the I-5 bridge between Oregon and Washington. That's illegal, by the way, to uh, stop interstate commerce. Hello. You're not supposed to be able to do that. But yet we let the protesters do it. They get the blessing of the mayor of Portland. Right. And so they shut down the bridge. And we've said lawlessness is okay if it's for a certain cause. If you're if we deem your cause to be correct then you can break the law. But we all know where that goes. So at what point, and this is why it's so fascinating to me because you've been a police officer now for 24 years, so you have a very unique perspective that you bring to this, and you're going to hopefully bring that to the Senate. Absolutely. Which is really why we're here because we need men and women who have experience, not just a bunch of talking heads, right? But people who have been out into the culture, they understand they've got a life experience, you've loved your family now your children are difference makers. You've raised difference makers. These are the kinds of people, you are the kind of people that we need in leadership instead of people who are just like, I made a lot of money at Microsoft. Oh, okay. So show me the rest of your life. Tell me what your policies are. What's your platform? You bring a very unique experience to this. Yes. I want you to speak to this idea of lawlessness for a minute from the perspective of a police officer because, especially since we're talking about uh, – we're talking about now you running for Senate. So you'd be able to actually uh, influence – policy. That's right. And it's the policy that's hurting us right now. It's the policies of the mayor of Portland, Oregon, and the policies of the mayor of Seattle and of the governor of Seattle. And so bringing these things to bear, what does that look like from the perspective of police officers? Because right now, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it. I was just in uh, I was just in the park at the riverfront in Vancouver and I saw graffiti. It made me it just made my heart sick. Uh, Blue lives kill all this graffiti. And we're hurting our police officers in the name of a cause which apparently Governor Inslee thinks is fine and the mayor of Seattle thinks is fine and the mayor of Portland thinks is fine. What do you say as a person who's actually walking the streets right now? How is this going to – where is where is this going to end up? Where is this going to lead us if we decide, oh, lawlessness is the solution? That is the – thank you, Heidi. Let me be clear on this. And I want to be very, very clear, and I want everybody that is listening to be absolutely clear. This attack against the police – is not an attack just against the police. It is an attack at the very fabric of our nation. It is an attack that wishes to destroy everything that has been developed. It is an attempt to destroy our government, attempt to destroy what we all call dear. Make no mistake, it is an attack to control. It is an attack to, d- to develop a system of tyranny In our nation, in the United States of America, I am not understating this. If you destroy the last vestige of order and take that away, you leave nothing more but a vacuum. And into that vacuum will move. Evil will move into the vacuum. An incredible evil. Yeah. Something that you do not want. We'd let that evil seep into our and seep into our world back in the 30s. That evil seeped into our world, and it started off with the destruction 
of people's businesses, started off with the destruction of people's lives. It began to accuse certain certain people of violations. It started to separate people and develop into different factions, this faction, that faction. And it kept doing that, pushing out, pushing out until it gained that control. And once the claw of that tyranny held those people's hearts, even the people who knew it was wrong continued. So they had their crystal knock. Heidi, is this our crystal knock? Is this is where we are going to allow such a vile thing to get loose? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope not. I do too. So this is so. So let's speak to that lawlessness by allowing what is going up there in Seattle. Whether our governor or the Seattle mayor in her summer of love. Right. Thank you, Jenny. Okay. Thank you, Jenny Durkin. That is absolutely unacceptable. Yeah. For you to allow that to happen, do you really think that it will stop with those six blocks? Do you think it will stop with just Seattle? This is a seminal moment Yes, that we have to say no. Listeners, hear me. Hear me on this. You cannot sit idle anymore. You cannot sit back and say, let Ray Reynolds do it. He'll he'll be he'll be our, our our champion. I will be your champion, but a champion cannot do anything unless he is supported. You must be ready to support where you're at. Your time is now. You must not sit back. Stand up. The time to arise is now. I am sending out uh, the many people here in Vancouver have called me the voice of Vancouver. It was a title which was given to me because I love to sing and I love to bring joy to people's hearts. But in the meantime, I was called the voice of Vancouver. Well, now the voice of Vancouver is calling out to you, both here in the 49th district and also around the country and, yes, around the world. If you have been sitting back wondering, is this the time for me? I'm telling you right now, this is the time. For you to stand up. This is the time for you to stand up out of your seat, even as you're listening to this podcast, and you raise your hand and say, I will. I will stand up and do what must be done. Whether you're a teacher, whether you're into, into construction, I have a friend who is into pouring cement. Wherever he pours cement, he's out there doing what God has placed him to do. And a man of integrity and honor, showing others what he can and can't do. He is amazing. You have been called for such a time as this. Your talk about Esther and how she was reluctant to cope and she didn't want to do it. What did, what did the book say? If you don't do it, I will find somebody else to do it. I will find somebody else. And then he said, but as for you and your family will perish. That's right. Your indifference, your unwillingness to step Speak into it. the gap, your unwillingness to get off the bench and onto the battlefield will ultimately cause the ruin of your family. That's what he was saying to That's her. Right. And actually, Mordecai, who loved her, could have totally given her slack. He'd been like, you know what? You're right. You go ahead and take your, your princess bath and you do the thing because you're right. You could be putting your life on the line. Why would you? What was she, like 16 years old at the time? Uh, Bible scholars think she was very young. He didn't give her an ounce of room to make an excuse no. for her inaction. No. He said, that's fine. He said, you don't do that, but relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your uh, father's family will perish. And that's the seminal moment that you're talking about. We're there. We're there right now. That's exactly where we're at. I thought about it. I was like, oh, 
This is dangerous. Yes. This is dangerous for you, Ray. You can't be running for a Senate position. You know, what about your family? What about your son? You know, what about your wife? You know, the danger is there. I'm not trying to overstate it. There is danger there. Yep. Did you know that there's officers that have had that have been followed here in Vancouver, been followed to their house? I believe know, it. Do you know that there are officers whose cars have been burned in their driveway? Do you know that there's been times where officers have been ambushed? There is a real danger. Mm -hmm. Okay, there was a real danger for Esther. She was going to the king when she did not have an appointment. She was not summoned. That was against the law. That's right. Speak it. So when she came there in his presence. She was without, breaking the law. She broke the law. And what was the, what, what should have been her sentence? Death. Death. Yes. Yep. But it wasn't, Heidi. What really came out of that is that she showed courage. She showed courage. And that's what I'm asking you listeners to do. Now is the time for you to stand up and show courage. Yes, it may cost you. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying that what you that that it won't it won't cost you something. It will cost you. But you must not stop. It is time to stand. So I decided it's time to stand, Heidi. It's time. Regardless. And that's what it's going to take. It will take courage. Courage. It takes courage and I think even you know 10 years ago somebody ran for office it didn't require courage. Right now, it requires courage. I mean, you are, uh, what you're doing is you're setting uh, an example for so many people that are listening to this. Yes. You're setting the tone and you're saying, listen, this is going to be hard, right? I mean, you're doing fine. I imagine you're making just a great living as a police officer. And now all of a sudden, you're saying, I'm going to put this in jeopardy, this thing that I've worked for, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a chance and maybe make a shift. But that is what it is going to take. People are going to have to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. And what it means, like for you, it means running for Senate. And for the people that live uh, that are listening to this that are in the 49th district it's going to mean supporting you it's going to mean vocally supporting you yes. it's going to mean saying it on your facebook page putting a sign in your yard not being afraid to say that's the guy i'm voting for and this is why and i think people need to educate themselves right so there are a lot of people listening to this who have never voted before right because mm -hmm. and that frankly that's how part not the whole reason but it's definitely part of the reason why we've gotten to where we are right because uh, you said it earlier, and I'll say it again. When you uh, when you refuse to step into the gap, evil will always fill the vacuum. That's evil right. will always fill the void. And you and I talked about this when we ran into each other at the barbecue at Goldie's mm -hmm. the other day, right? Come on. That you've got an opportunity right now, and it's either we take the chance now or we're going to lose it forever. I think our nation is on the cusp. We're at, we are at the jumping off place right now. And certainly, if people are not watching what's happening in Washington State, I'm always telling everybody, wake up. Look what's happening in Washington State. We have literally a city who has declared itself a rogue nation. And we're putting up with this. We're putting up with it. People in Seattle being bullied and raped and murdered in this so-called city of Chaz or this nation of Chaz. What is going on? We think that's not going to come to uh, your town, USA. Exactly. We think that's not coming to Illinois. We think that's not coming to Tennessee. It absolutely is unless we stand. So how does the ordinary person. So let's say we're not Ray Reynolds. 
and we're not Heidi St. John and we don't have a podcast and we feel like, what can I do? What's my voice? Ray, what is the voice of the ordinary person that's listening to this right now? The person who's been inspired by what you're doing, who says, you know what? I'm going to do that thing. I want to take a stand. I want to step in. I want to step into the gap. Uh, and there are people who are listening. And before we end, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to break this up into two parts. So before we end this today, we're going to give you an opportunity. I want people to know where they can financially support you because listen, you guys, everybody listen to me. Doesn't matter where you are. You could be in Tennessee right now. You could be in Washington, D.C. You could be in Florida. You could be in Texas. You can still send money to support this campaign. And we need your money because make no mistake, uh, the people on the other side of this have a lot of money. Yes, they do. <laughs> and it takes money. It really people say, well, that's you know that no, it actually does. So we're gonna give you guys an opportunity to give, and I'm gonna give you an address and I'll tell you where you can give. But outside of giving financially, Ray, how can a how can an ordinary person get off the bench and onto the battlefield on the culture right now? How do we turn the tide? Here's how we turn the tide. Very simply. I'm gonna to speak to you ladies who think that especially first off, that you are raising your children, you are at at the house. And these, these ladies are doing a lot of, they're, they're budgeting, they're, 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 they're helping their family survive, like my lady Kathy. You know, what can you do? Many times you have contacts within where you're at, between your different ladies groups, different groups that you meet at church, or if, if you're not at church, then at different groups you make, different art festivals. If you have contact with anybody there, make sure you, let, you boldly declare like Esther, you boldly declare who you are and that this guy, this soon-to-be senator, this is what he stands for, for the family, and I'm going to support him, and I need you to support him. So then set up meetings, you know, right there in your house. Have coffee, have tea. Um, set up times where, you're, where you're, you're developing friendships around. Be Wherever you're at, I need you to prosper, ladies. Mm. Gentlemen, it is time for you to take the leadership of your families. Take the leadership of your families and declare openly that you are willing to stand up for what is right, that you are willing to stand up for your family. Many of you are warned as, hey, what can I do? Now is the time for you to stand up. Get out there and, and take some signs. Get out there and, and, and bring some of the men that you're, that's in your circle. If you own a business, boldly declare where you stand and let your employees know, if you can, about this situation, about the Senate, of how important this race is. Do not remain silent. All evil needs to do is, is for good men to be quiet. There it's for it good is. Men to be, is for good men to do nothing. And, and I think we've said this for a long time at the podcast, right? The only thing that the liberal left, that the radical leftist progressives who are trying to steal this nation and upturn uh, the country, and we see it now in the anarchy all around our nation, all they need is for the rest of us to be quiet. And, we've mm -hmm. stayed silent too long. But see, even there, Heidi, there are those, even if, even within the the, uh, the liberal left, if we want to call it, they see the danger. Mm -hmm. And that's where this candidacy, candidacy of Ray Reynolds for Senate, that's where we're going to be. Because we will attract every single one of those people. Why? Because they can see how desperate it is right now that we maintain the family, that we maintain a, a situation of law and order so that they can live Peaceably. Mm -hmm. You know, my whole job as a police officer is to do one thing. That you would be able to sleep in your bed peaceably, that you won't be sitting there worried about somebody breaking into your home. You won't be worried about someone taking over your business. You won't be worried about somebody smashing glass, demanding that you pay them money so that you, because you're within their zone. of Exactly what's happening in Seattle right now. Exactly. Yeah. We cannot allow that. Yeah. So that's why it's important. You must not stand by anymore. Yeah. You must not equivocate anymore. No. It is time for you to stand up. 
We have, and it's time for you to take steps. We, and within this area, we were using what's called the net. The net brings together the people. It doesn't just sit there and say, well, what can we do? Oh, we have a, we have a homeless person out there. Well, that's, here, throw some money at the government. Let them do it. Yeah. Heidi, police cannot solve the homeless issue. Guess what? Government cannot solve Hello. the homeless issue. Guess what? Who can solve the community issue? The community. That's right. When we come together, we can take examples like a little old lady we dealt with. She was 92 years old and she was all all geeked up and she was trying to move a whole room of stuff. She couldn't do it. It would take her days. Mm-hmm. What did the community do? The community came together. The Church of Truth down here put together a team that moved this little old lady from Vancouver all the way down to Salem. They took initiative. Yeah. You understand how powerful that is. The community came, took care of that little old lady. The community came together to hire one kid that just got out of prison and the other one who just got out of the county jail. And they came to me, it's Reynolds, what do we do? Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. go back to crime? You know, what? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to make the community came together, not within no days and weeks. No, 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 no. Minutes. Yeah. As a part of the net, we have a, a wonderful organization called uh, Irrigation Masters. They are fantastic. They were on the phone with these two boys like that. Mm-hmm. And they called them and they said, and I just talked to the owner, Seth, and he goes, we're hiring those boys. That's awesome. Put their feet on a whole new path. They, their, their mind was yeah. blown. Yeah. Now, was it because they were black? No. Was it because they were white? No. Was it because Seth was white? No. It's because he understands. Yeah. Community. Yeah. And that's where we will defeat this problem. We will do it in unity or we will be defeated. It is unity that will bring us together. And I want your listeners to know and to understand my passion that it is no longer just a good thing. It is a requirement of you. No longer optional. So I'm I'm not many times I guess we Heidi and forgive me if I get off base or you're just a little bit that's why i had you here go off base i like many it. many times we <laughs> will allow ourselves to say let someone else do it and then we many times we will not heed the call well i am issuing a call hmm. right now i'm taking the authority to issue that call that i am calling out every single one of your listeners to stand up to come forward to begin to let your name be known, mm. to raise your hand to say, I will. Mm-hmm. I will take care of these families. I will stand against a, a, a tyrannical teaching that's coming into our schools to pervert the moral fabric of our nation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to pervert the moral fabric of my family. I will stand against that. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will not allow this kind of destruction. Whether I be conservative or liberal, I will not destroy, let this destroy my children and have them perverted in such a moral decline. Enough. We have to say the words enough. Mm -hmm. And the line is being drawn in the sand. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm putting out the call to you, listener, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you must stand up. Stand up and for what is right. Stand up for the values of America. Stand up and say that the police officers of this area deserve your support, mm-hmm. that the thin blue line does not get to be a thin string, mm-hmm. that the line between order and chaos must not be shortened. Mm-hmm. 
You need to stand up and say, I support the police department. I support the men and women who are daily putting their life on the line for you, Mm -hmm. that you may live a peaceable life, that you may be able to sleep at night. Stand up for what is right. Don't sit there and think someone else will do it because someone else will not. You must stand up. That's right, you, young lady. That's right, you, sir. You need to stand up. Enough. I hope you guys have enjoyed this interview with my friend Ray. We're going to go ahead and uh, stop the interview today, and we'll continue it on Monday. And in the meantime, I'm going to encourage you, and I know that Ray and I exactly on the same page here, we have got to be standing together side by side, shoulder to shoulder, black and white, uh, coming together to say we want unity. And unity comes as a result of a change of heart that happens because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I hope you guys have been encouraged by this today. For those of you who want to help uh, support Ray in his campaign, this is a great opportunity for you to do that. You can send your donation to P.O. Box 1111. That's actually really easy to remember. So four ones, P.O. Box 1111, Vancouver, Washington, 98666. All right. So this is where you can send your donations. Also, you can donate to Ray online at rayreynolds.com. And Ray is spelled R-E-Y. So all of you who are remembering my friend Ray from the sitcom, this doesn't have an A, it's an E, R-E-Y. By rayreynolds.com uh, we hope you'll be strong and courageous stay faithful everybody thanks for listening and i'll see you back here on monday